0: Victoria steered cautiously back down the slope and parked between two thick-trunked trees. As the roar of the engine died away, the red light on the radio dial continued to blink steadily. He wasn't surprised then to hear the low buzz of gears turning, a sound he knew well from multiple visits to secured facilities in Egypt. It was the distinctive whir of a camera lens pivoting and zooming in. Only, where the camera was, he didn't know. It's like you expect the Federales to come charging in at any moment, he said offhandedly. Victoria turned and grinned. It's not the authorities we're afraid of, it's the drug cartels. Shap rolled his eyes. First the Russian mafia, now Los Zetas. If they could arrange for a visit by a religious fundamentalist, the trifecta would be complete. Just as he was pondering if he should fake a bleeding ulcer and ask to be immediately evacuated to the nearest hospital, a full-bellied chuckle drew his attention. Dios mio, if it isn't the great Shepherd Smith! Pulling his body from the seat of the car, using the roll bar for leverage, Shep turned and saw his former classmate's distinctive beard-bearing visage. Shep grinned. Despite his acquired antisocial tendencies and the fact that his fatigue from barely sleeping for 36 hours, several of them in a drunken state, was beginning to gain on him, with only a slight twinge of discomfort, he accepted the hug Hector gave. Good flight, Hector asked as he pulled away and placed his hand on Shep's shoulder. Good enough to Mexico City. Into Veracruz, though, I have to admit— I get a little nervous when the pilot has to get out on the tarmac and start the propeller turning by hand. Hector gave him a warm-hearted smile. His manner of speaking still carried over from Cambridge days, sounding more like he had been raised in Stratford-on-Avon than Monterey. Still, good of you to come so quickly, and good timing, too. We just got a dispatch from our lab up north that Hurricane Helene has shifted and is heading our way. You wouldn't have been able to get in if you had waited any longer. We're trying to secure camp and get upland before she hits. Shep groaned at the thought of the sleep he so desperately needed, and now was almost certain to be denied. Behind him, he heard a plop as Victoria pulled his bag from the back bed of the jeep. She quickly picked it up, along with her own, and stood behind Hector, as though awaiting his leave to follow. Hector continued. Luckily, you got here before we finished securing the main site for the storm. He leaned in closely as Shep studied Victoria, and whispered teasingly, "Do you want to have a little peek at her?" Redness filled his cheeks as he turned quickly from Victoria's gaze and tried to play innocent. Who? Isis, of course. He breathed a sigh of relief. Um, yeah, sure. Shep took in the scene as Hector led him down a mild, well-trodden slope. Little was out of the ordinary. After all, while the landscape might vary, Shep was no stranger to digs. He had been the primary director of five to date, and had served on the crews of countless others all through school. Nothing here was out of place, the scrambling bodies going about to and fro, the makeshift tents, the scattering of the personal belongings of the crew. Even the occasional religious iconography seemed right at home. The only thing that really came across as odd was Victoria. It wasn't that people in his profession were stereotypically unattractive, nor that they were only male. On the contrary, Shep had thought Christine one of the most beautiful women in all of creation. But in this landscape... Victoria's beauty set against khakis and jungle seemed somehow wrong. He could picture her at ease emerging from the back seat of a stretch limo in a floor-length mink coat and a fine silvery gown. Much to his shame, he could also picture her out of one. Victoria did not belong here. An archaeological version of one of these things is not like the other— Such alluring women were often reluctant to subject themselves to the rigors of a profession requiring constant exposure to the elements, and living for days at a time without modern plumbing.